All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Oh Hi, It's Nice to Meet You podcast. Today, I have one of my really, really old friends. His name is Shahir. Welcome, Shahir. Hi, Carmen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, yeah, like I was saying, you're like one of my oldest friends. We went to junior high together. So when yeah. we were like 12, we met. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. And then we went to high school together. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, saw each other at university. And then kind of lost touch a little bit like but social media is such a good tool to be able to stay connected. Yeah. And then yeah, just re reconnecting today, which I'm so excited about. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, just to, I know I've known you for a super long time, but you were born and raised in Edmonton, right? Yeah. Okay. And is there anything from like junior high, high school years that really stood out to you? Like I know we knew each other and I'd say like we, we hung out and we had some good times, but I wouldn't say we were like super close or anything, yeah. but you know, during those times, was there anything that really stood out for you in those years? I mean, junior high was a bit like, it was a new setting, right? And so you're just used to having all the same people around you in elementary and going to junior high is such a change for anyone. Yeah. Um, so I just remember it was like, there was a lot of Asian people at that school. There was a lot of Muslim people at that school. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm Muslim, so I don't. I don't know why I gravitated towards hanging out with the Asian people. It's so true. <laughs> it's we'd so take the true. bus together. We'd hang out in like a classroom at lunchtime together. Everyone's like slurping their noodles, and I'm like the only <laughs> only brown kid there. So, I mean, that's for sure a standout for me for junior high. That's hilarious! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I guess that's how we met too, probably just an Asian circle. I was a brown yeah. guy. Yeah, you were the brown guy. Yeah. yeah. But you had your core I friends yeah. that were yeah. that were also brown and yeah. yeah. That right? that really helped with the adjustment, of course. We had yeah. like five or six of us that yeah. had known each other from childhood and gone to the same mosque. And we had like Saturday school growing up, which is like religion class. Okay. Yeah. So we all went to the same junior high, um, followed through to high school, university, yeah. and now I'm married to one of my friends that I went to school with. So yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, and when did you guys start dating, you and your wife? So we dated, we started dating in grade nine. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was a little bit blurry about that. I'm like, did they date in, yeah. in when we were in I school? Mean, yeah. It was nothing serious. It was like a month. Like I remember, like walking around the school, just holding hands in the big, the big loop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Any. Yeah. And then, and for then the we... listeners that don't know, our our junior high was literally there was just one loop, and you would just walk around that all lunchtime and like talk to your friends and just walk. So yeah, it's kind like, of good exercise, but yeah. yeah. Stop. Stop at the lockers. Continue yeah. walking. Yeah. yeah yeah uh and then we broke up um we were kind of like best friends at that point yeah and i said for me it was like a little weird because mm. you go from best friends to like that and it was all still new we're all still young yeah so young and then we went to high school together like there was no like 
bad blood or anything. Like our lockers were next to each other in, yeah. in high school as well. Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of lost a little bit of touch, had different circles. Oh, okay. Uh, like we still talked here and there, but sure. we didn't hang out every weekend and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. We went to different schools. Like she didn't start off going to U of A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she transferred into U of A. So okay. we kind of weren't always together. And then we yeah. connected, I think, probably like in my fourth year of university. And then okay. I've been dating since. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And and so when you guys kind of reconnected, you were like, it's either we're dating or nothing. Or do you start out as friends again? Or I mean, yeah, we had no, we had kind of like reconnected and started like talking a bit. Okay. But more so just like friendly. Okay. And then uh, then we were just like, let's just go do something together. Yeah. But then, like, I picked her up for the first date, and then she said she didn't think it was a date. So I, <laughs> I like, had flowers, and she's like, oh, what Aww. are those for? <laughs> I was like, isn't this a date? Oh, <laughs> oh it's not? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's like, okay, I can't take those flowers into my house because my parents will see them. So right. oh, I was so like, okay, right on. So even though they knew you for yeah. many years, it would have still been kind of like problematic for her parents. I, I guess I don't. Yeah. I don't. Know. Maybe she was just like shy to that. We don't. It's not really something we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like we're open with our parents, but not yeah. like who we're dating and who we're hooking sure. up with and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then and then it just continued on from there and things progressed and I think we had dated for eight years before we got engaged okay yeah and then we're supposed to get married in 2020 but then had to reschedule because of the pandemic so then it ended up we ended up getting married on our like not not to the date but yeah having been together for 10 years so wow that was kind of nice yeah yeah awesome and so what you got married last year? 2021. 2021. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, a couple years in. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, tell her I say hi later. I will. Yeah. Um, and then something else that I found out about you, because like I said, we had lost touch for a little bit, but then I found out you were either in OT school or finished OT. And then like, that's what I did in school as well. So that was so cool to find out that you also had done that. Um, What, what led you to that path into OT school? Um, It was, I, I originally wanted to do psychology. Okay. Um, And so my undergrad was, I did, I majored in psych, um, minored in sociology, like a lot of people do. Yeah. And then I graduated. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I can't really get a, I, the job I can get is the one I already have. Oh, <laughs> there goes like $50,000. Yeah. Uh, so then I was like, um, okay, let's look into psychology, like the entrance requirements, OT, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I'd kind of heard about OT because when I was young, my grandpa had a stroke. Um, and so he lost his ability to speech and move and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of remember spending some time at the Glenrose and seeing a bit of the rehab process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also during my undergrad, I did a, um, what is it called? Like a internship, uh, undergrad internship, a psych internship. Okay. And so that took place at Alberta Hospital Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of shadowed 
the OT, I just kind of gravitated towards that. So I spent 12 right. months there out of school getting paid for it still oh, through, wow. through the U of A. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a long time. And then I uh, just was like, okay, after that, I was like, yeah, OT is what I want to do. Cool. But yeah. focusing more on the psych, like mental health side of things. Yeah. I, yeah. um, after like working in the mental health setting, I kind of forgot there was a whole phys med side to it. Yeah. And so like I got to school, I remember, and like the first day we're talking about wheelchairs and I tell the story to everyone. I'm like, okay, like, why are we talking about wheelchairs here? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. So, I mean, my experience there really helped me in school because I was just able to pull, like I knew yeah. what treatment looked like. I knew how to yeah. run groups and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. it, it really yeah. did help. And then after graduation, I, was able to get a position in mental health, but in the community setting. Yeah. Um, and the manager that hired me was actually one of my previous managers that I'd worked with at Alberta Hospital. So oh, cool. that's kind of nice. I just, I didn't know where it would lead because it was just a mass leave position that I was filling. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm still at the same site. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And do you feel like um, that's the population and the type of work that you were hoping to work in or work with yeah uh, when you first started yeah i think so it's it's a lot it's the same but different because it's a community setting so right. we're not we're not confined to a building and mm -hmm. um so much of a structure yeah. um so that i had to kind of learn on how mm -hmm. to do mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah like i love the setting that i work in that's awesome yeah and is it somewhat harder or easier in a community setting because I imagine the people that come in to see you they are living their life they're going about their day as like you and I would yeah. uh, potentially but then they are just making time to come see you um whereas um in in a hospital setting like you said they're confined they kind of have to like this is part of their day is to like do the different programs and then come see you is there one that is maybe like easier than the other or i think just with the community yeah they like you said they do live their own lives and so if they want to not come to an appointment mm -hmm. because they get caught up somewhere or just they slept in or something mm -hmm. they can do that whereas in the hospital if you have like a group or any mm -hmm. kind of one-to-one -one treatment mm -hmm. everyone's kind of on the unit and you just kind of knock on their door you mm -hmm. know that they're going to be there yeah uh, whereas a in the bit more control in that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great that the client have that autonomy too. And then totally. even that's something that you can work on with them, like right. why might they be missing appointments or any kind of stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And so do you see yourself there for the foreseeable future? Do you have any other ideas or things you might want to venture to? I mean, I always joke around. I'm like, man, like retirement's far away. Like, am I going to be here for another 30 years? Yeah. But yeah, like I like to like dabble in other things. Like I just started a social media page. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of always been of interest to me. So mm. it's nothing that I'm doing full time, but I get to venture into that space while yeah. still working in OT. So totally. And uh, that's, that's kind of how we started chatting again is because um, you and I both are, are kind of venturing into just different spaces, like a bit more of a creative space um, outside of, you know, healthcare OT world. So 
um, yeah, what kind of led you to starting a social media page? Tell me more about that. I mean, I've always kind of liked, I mean, I'm, I'm someone who's like addicted to their phone. So like, I'm <laughs> always, I'm always on social media, but like it started from when I was young, I'd say like we had our old dial up computer um, that had like not, no programs on it. It was like solitaire, that mind sweep game <laughs> and like paint. <laughs> yeah, paint, oh my God. So like, I remember that I was always like in my room with the one family computer and I was always yeah. like just drawing on paint and stuff like Ooh, that. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of, that kind of transitioned to like, yeah, the world evolved, social media evolved obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then there was like different types of social media there was the edmonton online phase and the next yeah phase. oh my gosh um, yes. so that kind of stuff really interested me um and that's a completely different like digital world that still kind of exists where like i think it was edmonton online or nextopia you had to yeah. like code you had to code everything right yes html so, like, yeah so like you yeah. didn't really know what that was so yeah. i would just like spend evenings doing that going to people's pages and i remember right clicking and view source and seeing like what kind of code they used oh. to try to learn how to replicate that onto my page yeah um a lot of times it was like just like i was like oh i like that let's copy and paste so i'll just put my picture in it but you got to yeah. learn how to do all of it by doing that yes. because all your coding has to have a start point and a finish point yeah um yeah so i then, remember you having to actually write like bold and then write your word yeah. and then end bold and oh my gosh yeah i totally yeah. forgot about that <laughs> and then even along with that i remember so like that was kind of high school time i think junior yeah. high high school time and then there was um like a graphic design or a computer class um in high school where okay. we learned how to use adobe photoshop oh. so then after that i was kind of hooked like i would spend my evenings like just making graphics and stuff it was called shilo creations i remember i had a little tag on there in case nice. anyone stole my graphics um but i was like always into like pop culture and all that kind of stuff so yeah and also before then there was like forums instead of like yes. chat groups. So yeah. there'd be a lot of like, instead of being on social media and you see someone's releasing an album or something or mm -hmm. new music that came out, mm -hmm. there'd just be like a group in that forum that says new music release or whatever. And you go and see what everyone's chatting about. Yeah. And within there, people would always um, post like fan art basically. Mm. And then so I'd learn different ways of using Adobe Photoshop yeah. and it just like kind of went from there. Yeah. And then That's... even to now, like with my personal um, Instagram page, like I've always just, I, I can spend hours just like editing pictures and just like manipulating things. I just mm -hmm. like, when they say like you're like immersed in like flow. Yeah. Yes. I, I can be in that flow zone for hours mm. just like creating stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what would you say with what you're focusing now on what would you say the um the focus is or like what are you trying to create so i think like it's also not to say i don't really know what i'm doing but like it's a new space where it's like a public profile Mm -hmm. um and it's just like how i used to be making graphics and learning how to make graphics now people co are consuming media or social media through like short form video mm -hmm. and so learning that skill 
I feel like I'm pretty good at editing my pictures and all that kind of stuff, but like learning how to um, make short form videos and seeing what would resonate with different audiences. Um, And then along with that, Instagram whole new beast. So it's not just posting a video or pictures. It's like all about reach and your captions and and SEOs that are like right words that people like. I forget even what it stands for. Yeah, but it's like I, I, words I that are mm-hmm. in your captions that if yeah. people search for them. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's like that whole other side of it that like I just enjoy learning. So yeah, I feel like I'm consuming since I started the page. I'm consuming social media very differently. Hmm. Where it's like just a lot of um. A, looking for inspiration, obviously, yeah. but just as like a lot of learning and tips of like yes. um, what to do to increase your reach and video editing um, yeah. techniques and making cleaner videos, how to do all that stuff by yourself. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I've seen so many people that are like starting and one thing's like they say not to like invest in all this equipment, mm-hmm. just use like what you have. So like I have a tripod in front of me with my phone and then yeah that's all I'm kind of using yeah yeah that's awesome um do you see it uh transferring into any other spaces like right now you're primarily using Instagram yeah Um, do you see it do you see yourself going on to any other platforms I mean right now I'm just focusing on Instagram because I've always been a fan of it and I'm kind of comfortable in using that um I just feel like for what I'm trying to accomplish now and it's I don't really know what I'm trying to accomplish with this page. I think it's just like a creative space. Yes. Um, and a space where like you kind of have to build the confidence to just post stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. Where everyone can see. So that's kind of scary. Yep. Um, but the other spaces are like different. Like even if you look at TikTok, it's like one Instagram is like more curated content. Mm. And TikTok can be more like general stuff it's like people just holding the camera like they can be in the grocery store just like showing you what the costco deal is so (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah i mean both i I consume both like crazy but Mm -hmm. um i've always kind of just been into instagram more so yeah yeah isn't it crazy how how the world has evolved where you can potentially make so much money doing these things um like on on TikTok or on Instagram. And we, we were so, at least for me, we were raised to, to think that the only way to make money is to be able to go to school and get a professional job, which, you know, we have done and it's yeah. great. And, you know, there, it definitely fulfills a purpose in, in other ways. But then, but then, yeah, there's this whole other side of how to be able to express yourself and potentially even make money. Yeah. yeah isn't that, isn't I that mean, even one of my closest friends had sent me a DM um, when I started the page and was like, just like giving me encouraging words and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, I'm surprised you didn't do this sooner. Mm. Um, and it's, it's like, yeah, I didn't do it sooner, but also like, I feel like if this was this, era of social media was Mm -hmm. available 10 years ago Mm. it's definitely something i would have done yeah and so also the reason why i kind of started it was like let's just see what happens right it's like what if it can grow into something but i won't know unless i try yeah and if it just 
days like this where it's like people from like who I already talked to just follow me and it's just more of a creative space for me then that's all it is yeah um but also like I'm trying to work hard and in growing it because I'm able to see like with the people that I follow and that and whose content I am inspired by Mm -hmm. I see that they are making money from it Mm-hmm. And from just doing ordinary things, we could have a similar video where, you know, they're just drinking coffee and Keurig is sponsoring the video while right. I'm just making a Keurig and posting the content for free. Yeah. So, Isn't that nuts? Yeah. 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 Um, is, or is it scary for you to kind of leap into an activity where you don't really know where you're going um like I don't know what kind of personality type you are like are you more type a where you're like I need to have a plan follow this plan step by step or are you generally more kind of free-flowing see where things go I'm not free-flowing at all like I need in life I need to know like even my day-to-day I need to know what what is happening yeah um and like if there's any slight change, like, listen, if I have a flat tire, it like throws me off. Yeah. Like I, I just need to know that like, I'm waking up at this time. I'm going to work out. Yeah. I'm going to work. Yeah. I'm coming home. This is what I'm having for dinner. Like everything is like meal planned. Like mm-hmm. I know what I'm, I know what the day and week are going to look like. Right. Um. So my wife often says she wish I was more spontaneous. Yeah. But I'm like, no, like this was not in the plan here. <laughs> I woke up thinking I had all day to just chill. I don't want to go like to the mm. Christmas market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, my husband's the exact same way. So, yeah. so I can I can understand where your wife's coming from. But I appreciate it because yeah. you know, there there is a time and a place to be more regimented and scheduled and all of that. And I can appreciate it. Um, so, so going into this space where it is just more creative, kind of for fun, seeing where things go, was that a big step for you to kind of leap into that? Yeah, it is. Like, I may not know what the end goal is, but I have like the small short-term goals. So it still mm. allows me to like build and incorporate what I'm doing into my structure and routine mm. because with the biggest rule of like starting a new page is just to be consistent. Mm. And so I have to ensure that I'm able to post three or four times a week. Yeah. Um, have captions done. So like yeah. I can't do all that the day before. So I have to plan weeks in advance to see like what content I need to record. Right. So in that way it's all structured and I kind of have a general idea. I take it like two or three weeks at a time mm-hmm. uh, to plan out what the content would be. Hmm. Um, and then the end goal is just like also, I guess, I can't really tell you what the end goal is because I feel like I don't know enough about yeah. the space yet. Yeah. And the potential. Um, like Yeah. To yeah. tell you what the end goal is. Yeah. Because yeah. after a while, if, if it ends up going into something that is a monetized thing, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different steps that need to be taken. Um, uh, like reaching out to the companies and learning about mm-hmm. The, the types of emails and communication that you need to have with them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now it's it's structured for me enough to learn as I go. Mm-hmm. And then once I kind of feel like I'm at a point to mm-hmm. dive into the next step, then mm-hmm. then that's, that's, I guess, at the point that it'll yeah. happen. But yeah. Yeah. 
I really like what you said too about how you're just engaging with social media differently um, and the fact that you're using it as a learning opportunity, like everything that you're consuming is a, a learning point for you. Um, because yeah, like I could just be scrolling through Instagram and just be totally brainlessly scrolling, right? So yeah. I really like how that pers like that perspective shift um, of actually using it as education for the craft that you're creating. Um, and I think it's such a such a different way to educate yourself because again, like just traditionally, I'm so used to like, oh, you got to go to a class and then study and write an exam. Like that's how you learn, you know, that's yeah. how we're kind of bred for 12, 15, um, like sometimes 20 years right yeah um and yeah so how do you feel like you stay disciplined with the learning part um and and not just brainlessly scrolling like how do you how do you stay disciplined well it's because i do have so like i said i have my own personal private profile and yeah. then i have this creative profile um which we haven't mentioned the name it's called the shilo edit Yes. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll I'll um write it in the description. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they are different profiles, and I basically am able to control it just by my who I follow. So if mm -hmm. I want to follow more of like or find out what's happening with pop culture or the news and stuff like that, I go to my own profile, um, or my private profile. Mm -hmm. And my public profile, the followers are mainly things that um, like other influencers or creators um, that kind of inspire content ideas mm -hmm. or provide strategies. There's a lot of once you kind of start scrolling and it becomes part of your algorithm, a mm -hmm. lot of my like explore page has become right. tips and tricks for Instagram, right. um, yeah. how to how to create a caption that's engaging, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And then mm -hmm. I have everything organized in folders in that way. So oh, it is okay. sometimes mindless scrolling, but yeah. with intention, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. 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 So kind of it helps that you're like combining the two. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. it's it's no different than anyone kind of finding an inspirit like photographers um, right. are out there looking at other photographs or and like before social media it was like every photographer had like a blog mm -hmm. um and there's pinterest we're looking at pinterest mm -hmm. um and searching up maybe a general term potluck ideas mm -hmm. and that's your inspiration for what you you right. want and so here it's it's no different it's mm -hmm. the creators that i'm following mm -hmm. um allow me to see like what they're creating and it can be right. as simple as um like a a fashion content creator who's like mm -hmm. showing off the new toques that he's bought right and i'm like oh like that's so simple yeah um and it's like content that i enjoy watching mm -hmm. and so the content that i enjoy watching is what i'm trying to create right yeah yeah so did you ever have the thought or potentially fall into the trap of thinking to yourself well everybody's already doing this you know it's yeah. not it's a really big um like uh, you know so many people are doing it what's going to be different about me yeah did you ever think about that i still think about that like okay. you you post and post and you're like oh this one only got this many likes and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and my followers list isn't growing 
as fast as I want it to. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, I've only been doing this creative page for two months. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a space for everyone yeah. because I'm not consuming the content of one or two singular people. I find new people every day that inspire yeah. what I want to create. Yeah. Um, and there's only one me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be anybody else on the social media page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I remember I heard this quote, of, it's like a trending quote right now on, on Instagram where mm -hmm. like your social media page is for you. Mm -hmm. It is not for your friends. It is not for your family. Mm -hmm. um, and so I see me pulling inspiration from others, but making that content my own because yeah. it's, it's, my life really yeah 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 totally yeah. i i just really appreciate that and the fact that you um like just went for it because yeah your content is different than a lot of what i'm seeing on my page at least right yeah and i definitely sometimes think about that too with this podcast like everyone has a podcast um but it's also something that i've just been really enjoying and you know being able to catch up with friends and getting to know them better uh, and eventually hopefully interviewing people that i've like never met before um i think that would be just a really cool experience um and and yeah hopefully something that people could learn from but if anything it's just it's my own and something that i'm able to pour energy into and yeah like just create something into the space yeah i mean even like like i said i could just keep doing this for hours but like i keep doing it for hours and then that content would just stay on my phone right so it's like let me just put it up there and and kind of learn as i go yeah um, and it's just something more productive. I'm on my phone all the time anyways. Right. Um, so instead of, again, mindlessly scrolling, let's yeah. learn something new. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I kind of started it um, at a point where, again, I didn't think I was ready. Mm -hmm. um, but at the very first reel I posted had the quote of, um, if you wait till you're good, you're never going to start anything. Totally. Yep. Um, and so there's no way to really become good at something if you're not practicing. And mm -hmm. so if I'm just creating or recording like things or like content to create videos for myself, yeah. it's like there is no, not a sense of urgency, but like mm -hmm. there's nothing that will keep me disciplined in continuing to create and learn new techniques. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So true. I just remember um, when I like, when I first started the podcast, I had recorded uh, several uh, episodes, but then I had to learn how to actually like put it onto the internet. I'm like, okay, so how do people listen to it now? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was such a huge learning curve. Um, it took me hours to be able to figure that out. It's probably a lot more simple than I made it out to be. But again, it was just learning for me to be able to do learn how to do that. Um, there was so much frustration, but then now that I've learned how to do it, it's like simple. It's not even like two buttons and I can just put this episode online. And then now it allows me the space to be able to, you know, just be more creative and do other things. Cause I definitely haven't really focused on the social media aspect of it. Like the SEOs, yeah. like you talked about, um, is that what it's called SEO? Yeah. I think it's search engine optimization. Yeah. 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 So I definitely haven't done that stuff. So I 
again, I just really liked what you said about, you know, using uh, your consumption time as education uh, yeah. time and yeah, just combining the two so that you can scroll and learn as well. Cause yeah, that's definitely the next step for me is to still be able to record and, and chat with people, but to actually learn how to potentially optimize everything that I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, even the, the way we consume everything is changing, like we've said. And so like, there's this whole world of AI that like, I wouldn't mm. normally dabble in, but something as simple as like chat GBT yeah. and like coming up with ideas. And like, that's every creator is using chat GBT to come up with ideas for content right um you just gotta there's so many pages that are just devoted to instagram hacks Mm. which had gbt um and the prompts that you can give it to kind of come up with ideas because it's endless there's endless possibilities for what you can do like Um, my brain can't even i can't even like you know just comprehend AI and like the things that it can do for us. So I've never actually gone on chat GBT. Yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> so okay, it's that's... again, something I'll have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that one's the easiest. Like it's a okay. free account. You just type in something. It can, okay. it's probably like as easy as um, you writing something like I just started a new podcast with what, what theme you have getting to yeah. know people. Yeah give me 10 ideas of types of people I might want to reach out to. Huh. And I'll just like, if you can ask for a hundred, like, and then you just kind of pull from what you like, but I mean, it's two seconds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, I, I talk about AI, like I'm an expert, but like, that's the only, that's the only one of you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just, it's something I just haven't even like explored because I just don't, I can't comprehend it, but yeah an amazing tool and I know even um because one of my brothers is still in university actually in physio school and oh. he was he was telling me how professors are incorporating or allowing students to incorporate AI into their um, assignments and stuff they just have to cite it or something yeah um, or there's certain parameters around it but yeah like it's even you're you're able to use AI for school which is yeah, kind of crazy even we there was like a one of the lunch and learns at work and it was with i think a doctor i don't remember who it was with but they were basically talking about like the power of ai in predicting prognosis for different illnesses in different Mm. people so Mm. like it's wild the area and space that it's kind of bleeding into but Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. again it's just something new to learn because it's not going away yeah so to like be able to harness the power of it instead of ignoring it like I have (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) listen there's lots of time (laughs) yes yes that's right yeah and some I don't know if you feel this way sometimes it feels like to me like you're you're trying to rush things or like race to do things because you feel like things are just changing so fast right so you need to like capitalize on what's popular now or, or things that you can do now before it like goes away or expires. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if you feel that way at all. I mean, I do. That's also like, it's like, Oh, I'm in my late thirties. Like, am I like, who's going to watch someone who's my age's content? Because a lot of the, a lot of the people whose content I'm consuming are probably in their like low twenties. Mm. Um, and so social media is not going anywhere 
I'm yeah. still consuming content every day. And yeah. so um, I, I did think about that. Like, is it mm. too, are you too late in the game? Mm. But if you don't start now, then you'll never be able to learn the techniques that are coming down. It's so true. Later on. Yeah. And then you're just even further behind. It's so true. So, yeah. 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 Do you think you'd ever venture into the YouTube world? Like, I don't know. I still don't think I'm comfortable talking on camera. Yeah. You're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, that's another like area. So like, you know, you, there's a lot of um, things you consider when trying to post online. And one of them is like external validation, right? It's like, yeah. one of the big things is like, what will the, I don't really care about what other people care about me that don't know me. Mm. It's more so the people that already know me and mm. they see this content, um, like what would they think about me? Mm. Um, and so that type of thing, it's like, it's kind of just like been a confidence builder for me in that, in that yeah. space too. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, the response that I got from my closest friends is mm. not what I thought it would be. Okay. I thought they'd just be like, oh yeah, like that's great. Right. Like I've got DMs from from some of my closest friends being like, Aww. wow, like what you're doing is inspiring. Like I'm glad yeah. you're finally going for it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have had similar thoughts. Like, you know, what are some of my friends and family going to think? And they might think it's silly and all this stuff, but at the end of the day, you just have to go for it and yeah, do it for you. And, and hopefully, you know, they, they have positive responses or be able to get something from it. Um, but really it doesn't, it doesn't affect them in any way, but yeah. yeah, I definitely had similar thoughts. I mean, even like anything that I put out there, it may not be like the content that my closest friends are consuming and yeah. that's, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and their support is fantastic but if mm -hmm. it's not for them it's not for them right but it could be for somebody else exactly. so so yeah. yeah 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 um so speaking i know you said that you are super into pop culture always have been um you posted something recently about you being <laughs> in the beyonce yeah <laughs> um, was it like a, a video that she had or it was she just released a movie um okay. of her tour Right. Um, and like a behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was featured in it. I didn't know I would be in it, but like I was just dancing my life away. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I've Where always, was that? That was in, so like the, the movie was footage from everywhere, uh, like okay. her whole world tour. And okay. I saw her in um, September in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, people who know me, if you don't know me, I'm, a member of the beehive <laughs> been a beyonce fan for a very long time yes you have like um and i mean that also like bringing it back to like what i'm doing now when i said that i used to make graphics all the time and like photoshop and pop culture it started off being like beyonce and destiny's child graphics mm -hmm. putting them together yeah and then i was able to meet them um i bought meet and greet passes really to, it was their very last show as destiny's child no way. Um, and I was in Vancouver and I bought meet and greet passes. Or my dad bought me meet and greet passes because I had no money. Um, <laughs> I, I was like, it was like early, like right out of high school graduation. 
Um, and I actually made them a book of all of the graphics and designs that I had had created. It was like 50 pages of just like oh. graphics and stuff. So yeah, it's like all one big circle that <laughs> Beyonce is just in every circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. What was their reaction? I mean, they're like, oh, wow. They looked at it for a bit. They were able to recognize where all the pictures were from and stuff. So yeah. Huh? Cool. I mean, they, they could have hated it, but they were nice about it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what is it about Beyonce that makes you such a Honestly, such a I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know why it's stuck. but <laughs> She just has that like, power. Yeah, I mean, it started with Destiny Child, like, back in the 90s, like, yeah. late 90s. I was into yeah. R&B music and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah like just kind of progressed i don't i don't know i had posters and stuff like was yeah, yeah. so awesome <laughs> so funny <Yeah. laughs> and where's the furthest you've traveled to go see them or her oh just vancouver okay yeah <laughs> yeah i mean tickets are expensive here <laughs> they are they are yes they are um well thank you i i i so appreciate and value so much of what you talked about like especially with like the content creation and yeah i feel like anybody who is maybe thinking about diving into that world or just exploring it a little bit more i feel like what we talked about could be very helpful for them so i really yeah. appreciate that thank you um we're just running up to the end of our time but before we go what i do with all of my guests at the end of the show is um ask them to think of three words of how they think other people would describe them and mm -hmm. then three words on how you might describe yourself oh that's a tough <laughs> one <laughs> I don't know, for myself, I don't know, for sure, creative. Yeah. Um, like we talked about routine. Okay. Um, which can be a good or a bad thing, but. Yeah, that's um, how you describe yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Also probably introverted, which may be a little. Yeah. Shocking, but I, it's like, it depends on the crowd that I'm with. Yes. Um, if I'm comfortable with you, yeah. I can talk to you. Um, mm -hmm. But if it's a brand new situation, I'm shy and like just reclusive. Yeah. Um, which also is like, I was, I think I've always been like that. Yeah. Even when I was a kid. So I think when you, once you've warmed up to someone and if you like get along with them. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then and it, it just, it, I, if it's a new situation, a new social situation, like I'm just hoping and praying for someone who's like super extroverted to carry mm -hmm. a conversation. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. If there's yeah. a topic of conversation, I'm I'm good with it. Right. Yeah. But if we're just like awkwardly sitting there and start to sweat, and like, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and then for others, I don't know. I my coworkers call me a grandpa because oh. because of my routine. It's like I have to go to bed at eight thirty. Like I, I'm very rigid. So it's like grandpa slash rigid. Yeah um funny i would say yes um and then hopefully confident yeah it's maybe not a word that i would use to describe myself for myself mm. but um maybe they see me as confident or i yeah. hope they do yeah totally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and especially when you're just willing to put yourself out there yeah. there is a level of confidence that you have to have so yeah for yeah. sure
Yeah. Well, thanks so much for for the chat today and taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know it's creeping up on Christmas soon here, the holidays. Yeah. So um, yeah, just appreciate your time. And I just so value everything that we talked about today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we will see you next time.